Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is May 2nd, 2022, and no domine. First headline, exclusive story for us here at Human Events. We've obtained a memo from a county in Pennsylvania that found a large number of election code violations in regards to the drop boxes. We're going to break all that down next. Antifa attacking a conservative rally, volunteers in Oregon State. Third, President Biden, new clip, laughing at inflation. You've seen this one. We'll break it down. And finally, Noam Chomsky talked about him last week. Well, he's back out again saying that Donald Trump is the only statesman calling for negotiations and diplomacy with the Ukraine crisis. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Again, the vote is central to our democracy. It's how we all choose the people to be our public servants. This is the hiring process, the election. We have to have fair elections, and those elections have to be free of external influences. We need to have confidence that people are choosing their leaders and that the leaders are not choosing the people who vote for them. We need to make sure that the voters are choosing the leaders, not the other way around. Elections are the bedrock of our democracy, and our commonwealth and our country thrive when people freely exercise this franchise. Huge human events exclusive that we have for you guys today. This comes via Lehigh County, the office of the district attorney. The Lehigh County Courthouse, we've got it out now, an internal memo that was written and submitted April 4th, 2022 by James B. Martin, the district attorney of Lehigh County. Here's what happened. Under the date of Ju- January 20th, 2022, The Lehigh County Committee, acting through its chairman, Joe Vichot, directed a letter to Sarah Murray, the deputy solicitor of Lehigh County under the Department of Law. The letter was captioned, Government Center Drop Box Surveillance. Copy of the letter is is attached, etc. Here's the issue. The chairman raised concerns about obvious violations of our election laws in the 2021 election. 2021. The letter further states, First and foremost, there are serious violations of individuals submitting multiple ballots with at least one individual placing five or more into the drop box. This is very apparent just by reviewing the video. There are no certifications of authority in the county's possession for the period investigated, which would validate anyone dropping off more than one ballot. The letter goes on to state, furthermore, there is even a larger issue that must be addressed and investigated by the office. Our findings found a count discrepancy of over 300 ballots. When comparing the number of individuals who came to the drop box between the times mentioned above and the vote count given by the election office, what does this all mean? What's going on? Here's the situation. Ballot harvesting. What is ballot harvesting? Ballot harvesting is when third party individuals, either volunteers or paid, go around, collect mail in ballots or absentee ballots and then drop them off either at mail centers or drop boxes. Here's the problem with that. Under Pennsylvania election law, Ballot harvesting is illegal. If you are paid to drop these off, you're breaking the law. If you're dropping them off for someone other than yourself or your immediate family, you're breaking the law. They conducted the investigation. Lehigh County. We're going to have this up on the website afterwards that everybody can read. It's very clear. And the Lehigh County District Attorney has put this out. Here's the conclusion. 
It's abundantly clear that provisions of the law are being breached by law, large numbers of voters. It is clear that under the election code, each voter shall mail in his or her own ballot himself or herself and deliver only his or her ballot in person. I will note, and this is going back to the quotes, I will note parenthetically that governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, admitted that his wife dropped off a mail-in ballot for him. To my knowledge, she has not been prosecuted. Interestingly, HB 1300, to which Governor Wolf vetoed in 2021, among with other amendments, would have allowed members of the same household. So blame my last. You cannot have members of your household dropping off the same ballots. They actually conducted an investigation. And this is similar, by the way, to the stuff that Dinesh D'Souza is talking about in his new movie, 2000 Mules. The difference is this is a county in Pennsylvania using the same methods looking at these drop boxes, looking at the surveillance, lining that up with people dropping this off. And you can see, you can see these people, Dinesh D'Souza refers to them as mules, similar to the drug mules that the cartel uses, dropping off ballots illegally. They also further state that during the 2022 primary election in Pennsylvania, which is coming up on May 17th, hotly contested election, that at least in one county of Pennsylvania, these drop boxes will be kept under strict surveillance. Every single one of these options should be prosecuted. And we've heard, by the way, that there are legal motions that may be in the works regarding this situation. Every county in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania should have these under surveillance. And quite frankly, if you want to have a serious election, you should get rid of the drop boxes, or if you have them, put them in the County Board of Elections. People can show up, during office hours, 8 to 4, whenever it is, drop them off. You can vote there. Across the country, Americans are deciding that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the business that shares their values. Now, whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app from the Apple App Store or Google Play, create a free account, and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so go to your local community and find out today. Download the app Public Square. That's Public Square, Public SQ. What you just heard there are the horrific scenes and sounds, if you're listening on the podcast, of an Antifa attack. Now, I tweeted this about a week ago. I said, midterms are coming up, and look at the signs. Antifa meeting those illegal immigrant buses that Governor Abbott is sending up from D.C. 
to Union Station here in Washington, D.C., Antifa was meeting them and blocking reporters from filming any of this. Then you had an Antifa member, Gage Grosskreutz, who pointed a 9mm pistol at Kyle Rittenhouse's head and forced Kyle Rittenhouse to have to defend himself. That guy, Antifa Gage, shaking hands with President Biden out in Seattle. Is he now welcome back in Kenosha? They're putting out the signal that Antifa is coming back online. They're being reactivated for the midterms. And wouldn't you know, one week later, I think less than a week later, we have this attack on conservative volunteers in Portland. Now, of course, as we know, the city of Portland is essentially an Antifa-controlled city at this point. They're going to say, oh, no, 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 it's not Antifa-controlled. It's fine. No, no, no. If you are a conservative or a Christian group, and you try to go into the city, the confines of the city of Portland, you do not have your freedom of speech. You don't have your right to freedom of assembly, freedom of association. It's all gone. It's all taken away from you because this group will show up and disrupt you and attack you. And the police, at least that we've seen at this point, do not respond. So we've got the video out and there's this candidate, Stan Pulliam, who's running for governor out there in Oregon, and they're just attacking him. They come out of this park, paint bombs, smoke grenades. Children are in the group as this is going on, and they don't care. They're waving flags around. They've got their umbrellas, a black block. So it's someone, and it's very obvious, right? It's very obvious when you look at this thing that these guys are dressed up. They mean to do harm. They're not up to anything good when they show up like that, and we can all see it. Meanwhile, if you try to honk your horn, if you're a truck driver in Washington, D.C., you'll get pulled over and pulled aside and asked to leave. That's what's going on in our country right now. So we'd be very clear about this. And if the Department of Homeland Security and their new Ministry of Truth, are they going to do anything about this? Are they going to do anything? Because remember, last time I checked, the Department of Homeland Security doesn't exist to um, you know, decide what is true and false on the Internet. They exist to protect and defend the homeland. They were set up after 9-11, right? But it turns out that Ron Paul was actually right about this, and the civil libertarians were right about this, that when you give the government this kind of power, they will abuse it and use it for their own ends. Now that same civil authority is being used, or going to be used, to go after what you say on the Internet. But when, you come, when it comes to this, when it comes to candidates for governor in Oregon that are being atta- attacked, not protested, not harassed, not tweeted about, not memes. No, actual attacks in the streets, violent acts from a group that exa- wrote a whole book about them. It's called Antifa Rise of the Black Flags. You can go read it. You can go read it right now, antifabook.com. Go read every single page of the Summer of Rage of 2020, largely taking place within the confines of the city of Portland. You know, this past weekend was the 30th anniversary of the L.A. riots. 30th anniversary. And I posted on Instagram, a bunch of places, that photo, the iconic photo of the rooftop Koreans. These men who, when the police, the government, the state completely dropped the social contract and the idea that the government will come together for the purpose of collective defense in the face of marauders, in the face of criminal rioters that they will defend. Didn't happen in L.A. 
that people took up their own arms, went up to the roofs of their own buildings, and defended their property. They defended their town. That was America 30 years ago. That was how criminals were dealt with. That's actual law and order. It's not just tweets about law and order. It's actually getting the job done. Whether it's the police, whether it was the military, which had to come in, in the streets of LA 30 years ago. Where did that country go? What happened to that country go? Sacrificed on the altar of wokeness, political correctness, whatever you want to call it. Meanwhile, you got a kid up in Kenosha who defends himself against one of these mobs that are trying to kill him. You put the kid on trial, and one of the guys with the guns is meeting President Biden. Understand what point in the movie we are in. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. No, it really has been a tough first year for you, Mr. President. So if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you can't see the, the sheer audacity of this video. That's the White House Correspondents' Dinner, also known as Nerd Prom, um, that some people, uh, grifters and uh, deep staters and the beautiful people or the people who want to be beautiful people go to. This event um, featured Trevor Noah, um, hardcore liberal, who's up there making jokes about inflation and President Biden sitting just off to the side laughing about it. And then it turns and it shows everybody in their tuxedos, sipping their cocktails, their champagne, their wine bottles flowing, and they're all laughing about it. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at every... This reminds me of that video from Occupy Wall Street in 2011, Zuccotti Park, where they had those Wall Street, you know, executives came out and as the people were screaming about the bailouts and people were so upset about what the government was doing to bail out the banks when everybody else was going into a recession and they were drinking cocktails over the balcony, laughing, just laughing at them. You got people hurting right now. And inflation is up everywhere. So I want you to remember this video. Never forget that video. And not even particularly so much about President Biden, but the way that room reacted, the way the whole room was laughing. Because that's what I've been telling you about in one image, the Cantian effect, remember? Inflation is good for the people closest to the crown. And it benefits them at the expense of those furthest away. Well, what are you seeing right there? You're seeing the people who are closest, literally, in that video, the people who are closest to the crown. The money comes from the Fed. It makes its way to BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard. This is the party of Davos. This is the party of Davos at one of their key institutions, the White House Correspondents' Center. And they've got another one coming up soon, another key institution for the party of Davos. That one is actually going to be held in Davos, coming up in just a couple of weeks here in May. They're all going to fly off to Switzerland, where they're going to have more cocktails, more receptions, more tuxedos, more fancy parties, 
in the Swiss Alps. Well, all of you get to pull up to the gas pump. Five dollars, six dollars, seven dollars in some areas. We went to get gas this weekend. And we went in and we went uh, to Costco. The Costco line got me 25 minutes. Took me 25 minutes just to get gas because everybody knows it's a little bit cheaper there in Costco. That's what's going on in the United States of America. Look at diesel. Diesel's going up like crazy. So what does that mean? That means the cost of everything else is going to go up. The cost of your food, the cost of your goods, stuff that you want for your home. That's all going up as well. And I know Mother's Day is this weekend, right? So how does that feel? How does that feel when you're going to get presents and you think, boy, I'd like to be able to drive to see mom for Mother's Day, but I hope I can afford it. But President Biden doesn't care. The party of Davos doesn't care because this is, folks, this is the Great Reset. The people in that room get to laugh, get to party. They get their champagne. And they're laughing at you. They're laughing about it. You want to know what the Great Reset is? Watch that video. You want to know what the World Economic Forum stands for? Watch that video. This is how they institute Elysium. Remember, Elysium is for the elites. Elysium is for the haves. Elysium is for people like this. It's not for you. You guys get the Zuckerverse. You guys get to be plugged in, jacked up, transhumanism, ready player one, with your intravenous vaccine streams sent directly to you, and the disinformation board making sure that you're not spreading any of those obscene thoughts. That's what the party of Davos wants, and this is what the Great Reset is all about. Well, there is fortunately one statesman in the United States who has made a very sensible statement about how you can solve the crisis, namely by facilitating negotiations instead of undermining them. He suggested something similar, move towards negotiations and diplomacy instead of escalating the war, uh, try to see if you can bring about an accommodation uh, which would be roughly along these lines. Uh, his name is Donald J. Trump. Noam Chomsky. Is there anyone who's even further left than this guy? Right, 93 years old, one of the famous left-wing liberal professors who's out there. But because he's part of the old left, he's part of the anti-war left. And the anti-war left, and you see people out there um, who are still you know, carrying on this tradition, people like uh, Glenn Greenwald, people like um, Tulsi Gabbard, Aaron Maté, Michael Tracy, they're out there carrying on the exact same beliefs they always had, specifically when it came to the area of warfare. And this idea, because this is how it used to be, right? It used to be in the era, in the era of President George W. Bush, or even his father, President H.W. Bush, it was the, the right was for war, was belligerent, was for aggression. And that's what got you Afghanistan, or at least the occupation of Afghanistan. That's what got you Iraq. Um, that's what got so many of these things. And in fact, 
a huge portion. But it, you know, funny enough, if you go back to the uh, the Vietnam era, it's actually a little bit different because Nixon ran initially on an anti-war platform, and it was Johnson that actually ramped up the war that would led to him not being able to run again because the left stood in opposition to it. That was the anti-war movement at home. So Chomsky is coming out and saying that the only person of stature who's actually putting a marker down and saying, we want peace, we want to stop the fighting, we want to stop the killing in the killing fields of Eurasia, is Donald J. Trump, the former president of the United States, the 45th president. He's the only one saying it. Why? Because Donald Trump Jr. explained why, if you go back to that Ohio rally speech he gave last week. What did he say? He said, because 2021 was the, was the year of big pharma, but now it's big war's turn at the trough. Every time you see one of these shipments over there, it's stand with Lockheed, stand with Raytheon. They're the ones who are making, and guess who's paying for it, by the way? You're paying for it. The American people are paying for it. Go look at those videos of Detroit, Philadelphia, Chicago. That's what's happening here in the United States because billions and billions of dollars are going overseas and then it's coming back in the form of arms shipments. And it's money laundering. It's, it's money laundering plain and simple. I think people kind of get that now. I think people kind of understand how this works. It's money laundering. And then politicians get campaign donations from the same defense contractors. This is a huge reason, by the way, huge reason that President Trump was opposed by defense contractors and a lot of these people during 2020. uh, 2020. Because he stood for peace, and unfortunately, there isn't a market for that. There just isn't a market for world peace. Why? Because war is a racket. Just as General Butler told us, and as President Eisenhower warned us of the danger of the defense industrial complex. Well, that's all the time we have here, Human Events Daily. Remember, I promise our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends and leave us your five-star review. I've been reading these reviews, by the way. I really like them. We should start reading some of the reviews on air. We might actually start doing that. But even the bad ones, I love the bad ones, right? There, there's some of there. We get the trolls. But, but what did we talk about today? Number one. Huge human events exclusive. The Pennsylvania County finding large numbers of election code violations in the drop boxes. Next, Antifa attacking those conservative volunteers in Oregon. Third, President Biden laughing off at inflation while you Americans are in pain. And finally, Noam Chomsky praising President Trump for calling for diplomacy and peace in Ukraine. Speaking of wars in Europe, today's history break. The Battle of Berlin, the end of the Third Reich. Today, May 2nd, 1945, one of the largest wars in human history came to an end in Europe. Understand your history, or you will be doomed. We are feel, it feels like we are doomed to repeat it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay short.